Hello, my name's Jack. My name's Rowan. And I'm Rich. And welcome to this week's Premier Skills English Podcast. We hope you're all staying well, whether you're staying home or still going to work. We'd like to introduce you to Rowan, who's joining us this week. Hi, Rowan. Hi, Rich. Hi, Jack. Hi, everyone who's listening. It's good to be here. In this week's role play, we're going to be talking about feelings. That's right. We've put together some role plays about very different feelings, from happiness to sadness and anger to pleasure. We're going to be speaking about things like weddings, getting a job and scoring a winning goal in a cup final. We're going to focus on words and phrases we use when we feel a certain way. What do you say when you're really nervous? What do you say when you're super happy? And your task this week is to tell us something that makes you really happy, really angry or really nervous. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or any other podcast platform, you should also check out our website. That's because on the Premier Skills English website, you'll also find the transcript, examples and activities to help you understand the language, a task for you to do and a community of friendly listeners to interact with in our comments section. And that includes us. We're always around to answer questions and join the discussions. A lot to get through today. And before we get into all that, we need to look back at last week's football phrase. If you didn't hear our football phrase last week, we're going to give you one more chance to guess now. The phrase was... The phrase means to find an answer to something or fix something at the last moment. Very often when you're under pressure. A team that's losing might... Victory or a win... By scoring in the last few minutes after it looked like they would draw or lose. The victory or win is often surprising or not expected. We'll give you the correct answer at the end of the show when we give you a new football phrase. The first listener to get it right last week was Marco Zapian from Mexico. Congratulations, Marco. You've got the phrase correct many times, but this is the first time you've been the first to get it right. A big well done to Lubomir from Ukraine, who also got the right answer last week. It was a difficult phrase last week. Not many correct answers. Remember, we'll have a new football phrase for you to guess at the end of the show. In this section, you're going to hear nine short role plays. While you're listening to each role play, we want you to do two things. We want you to identify the situation. Where are the speakers? What are they talking about? And we want you to identify the speaker's feelings. Are they happy? Are they angry? Are they disappointed? There are lots of adjectives to choose from. Hello? 
Hello? Hi, Mum. Guess what? What? I'm at the hospital now and I've got some good news. You're a grandma. Oh, how wonderful. You must be thrilled. Congratulations. I'm so happy for you both. Yeah, I'm over the moon. Okay, what was the situation and how were the speakers feeling? A son was telling his mum that his partner had just had a baby. Both of them were very, very happy. We could use adjectives like ecstatic, thrilled, delighted and overjoyed. All of them mean very, very happy. Let's listen to the next role play. <laughs> Big day tomorrow. Are you all set? Uh, I think so. You've got your suit? Have you got the ring? You've learnt your vows? Everything's ready at the church? Uh, yeah, I think so. Do you think she'll turn up? Oh, quiet. I'm nervous enough as it is. You're not getting cold feet, are you? It's going to be a brilliant day. Uh, it is. A whole new life. So, what was the situation? And how were the speakers feeling? One friend was talking to another about his wedding the following day. The groom-to-be was nervous and his friend was winding him up a little. To wind someone up means to annoy someone on purpose, often in a light-hearted, amusing way. And a groom is a man who's about to get married. Let's listen to the next role play. What's the situation and how are the speakers feeling? Have you seen the car keys? I can't find them anywhere. Have you checked the front door? The first place I looked. I'm at my wit's end here. I'll be late for work. Have you checked the table? Of course. I'm, I'm sure they were in my pocket. This is doing my head in. Look, they're here, in the front door. I swear I looked there. OK, what was the situation and how were the speakers feeling? Well, the two people speaking could have been flatmates or more likely partners. Yes, because maybe partners are more likely to act in a bored, unimpressed or exasperated way towards a partner. That's how I would describe my feelings in that role play. And I was frustrated and annoyed because I couldn't find my keys. Let's move on to the next role play. What's the situation... And how are the speakers feeling? Rowan! Rowan! Have you got a minute? Rowan, how does it feel to win the cup? You must be jumping for joy. I am, literally. Whoa, what a finish to the game. Yes, it was a brilliant penalty. Nerves of steel. How were you feeling before the penalty? Oh, wow. I'm not sure if I can. My legs were like jelly and my heart was pounding. I just hit it as hard as I could. Rowan, you are the player of the match. Here's the trophy. Congratulations. So, what was the situation and how were the speakers feeling? The situation was a cup final and a post-match conversation between a winning player and a journalist. The player was very happy at scoring 
and spoke about being nervous when she took the penalty and probably relieved when it went in. Let's listen to the next role play. What's the situation and how are the speakers feeling? Looking forward to starting your new school tomorrow? I'm a bundle of nerves, to be honest. What if, what if nobody talks to me? Why would nobody talk to you? Just be yourself. What, what if nobody likes me? What if the, the mean kids pick on me? You're a 43-year-old teacher. I'm sure you'll be all right. The situation was a conversation between two friends. At first, you might think it's about a student starting at a new school. But actually, it's about a teacher starting at a new school. Teachers can get nervous too, you know. OK, let's listen to the next role play. And there's the final whistle. There are sad faces all around the stadium. No more Premier League football next season for the home fans. They are down. I can't believe it. I'm, I'm absolutely gutted. Hey, look on the bright side. <laughs> we might win some games next season. In this roleplay, two friends were watching a match on TV and their team was relegated. Both of the speakers were sad and very disappointed. Let's listen to the next roleplay. What's the situation and how are the speakers feeling? Ah, yes. Uh, A booking in the name of... Rich? Uh, This way, please. I'll show you to your table. Um, uh, thanks. Here you go, and here are some menus. I'll leave you for a few minutes to get settled. This place is nice. Mm, uh, Yes. Um, I have to confess, I'm a a bit nervous. Uh, I've not done this for a while. Me too. I had butterflies in my stomach when I was waiting for you. I can't believe we waited so long for this. I thought you were never going to ask me out. Uh, um, so... so... Hmm, uh, we're both a bit tongue-tied. Uh, so, uh, so, uh, uh, do you like football? The two speakers were out for a first date and had decided to go to dinner together. Both speakers were nervous and maybe shy or apprehensive about the date and couldn't say very much. Maybe football isn't the best topic for a romantic dinner. Let's move on to the next role play. Hey, stop! Hey, hey! I can't believe it! Are you okay? That 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 person has just nicked my bike. I'm 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 livid. In broad daylight, the cheek of it. I'm absolutely flabbergasted. The situation in this roleplay was someone stealing a bike. The feelings shown here were anger and shock by the bike owner and outrage or indignation from the witness. Let's listen to one final roleplay. Pass it. Come on. Just pass it. What was that? Oops, it's gone over the fence. Well, well, I'm not getting it. You kicked it over. 
Ah, that place creeps me out. Just climb over the fence. I'll, I'll, I'll just uh, have a have a look. Yoo-hoo, do you want your ball back? Ah, cool. You scared the living daylights out of me. Yes, please. Rich? Rich? In this situation, the speakers had to go and get a football from the scary house next door. And it appears one person didn't come back. Everything's okay. That just fell over. The main emotion expressed in this final roleplay was fear. So, you've just heard nine short roleplays. We connected each roleplay to specific emotions like happiness, disappointment or fear. In each roleplay, we use some specific phrases that you can use to express these emotions. We now want you to listen to the roleplays again and after each roleplay, we'll look at a couple of these phrases. Hello? Hi, Mum. Guess what? What? I'm at the hospital now and I've got some good news. You're a grandma! Oh, how wonderful! You must be thrilled! Congratulations. I'm so happy for you both. Yeah, I'm over the moon. In this roleplay, both speakers were happy. Very happy. And you know this by the sound of their voices, but also the phrases they used. To be thrilled means to be very happy. You are usually thrilled about something. In the roleplay, Jack was thrilled about the new baby. We could also use the phrase thrilled to bits, which is also used to show how happy someone is. Everyone was thrilled to bits with the news. Another phrase we used in the roleplay was to be over the moon. This is another idiom that can be used in the same way as thrilled to bits. It's actually a common cliche in interviews with football managers. So, Jürgen, uh, a 3-0 win, a great result. Yes, I'm absolutely over the moon. Thrilled to bits. <laughs> Big day tomorrow. Are you all set? Uh, I think so. You've got your suit? Have you got the ring? You've learnt your vows? Everything's ready at the church? Uh, yeah, I think so. Do you think she'll turn up? Oh, quiet. I'm nervous enough as it is. You're not getting cold feet, are you? It's going to be a brilliant day. Uh, it is. A whole new life. In this roleplay, Jack was nervous about his big day, which is his wedding day. He's getting married. We used a couple of phrases to talk about being nervous. Jack said he was nervous enough as it was. This phrase is used when you're already nervous and you think someone else is saying something that will make you even more nervous. The other phrase we looked at was an idiom and it's to get cold feet. To get cold feet about something means to have second thoughts about something or to suddenly start feeling nervous about something. Yes, people might get cold feet about getting married, moving houses, changing careers, all kinds of things. 
Have you seen the car keys? I can't find them anywhere. Have you checked the front door? The first place I looked. I'm at my wit's end here. I'll be late for work. Have you checked the table? Of course. I'm, I'm sure they were in my pocket. This is doing my head in. Look, they're here, in the front door. I swear I looked there. In this roleplay, Rich was annoyed and frustrated, and we used a couple of expressions to show this. The first is to be at your wit's end. This is a difficult idiom to use. It means to be so annoyed that you don't know what to do next. In the roleplay, I was annoyed and didn't know where to look next for my keys. The phrase is not only used when you're very annoyed, but can also be used when you're very worried. Maybe, if your cat doesn't return home, you might be at your wit's end with worry. The other phrase we used in connection with annoyance was to do your head in. This phrase is very informal and you use it when you're confused about something or annoyed with someone. This crossword is doing my head in. I've been looking for the answer to six across for hours. The boss is doing my head in with all her questions. She needs to relax a little. Rowan! Rowan! Have you got a minute? Rowan, how does it feel to win the cup? You must be jumping for joy. I am, literally. Whoa, what a finish to the game. Yes, it was a brilliant penalty. Nerves of steel. How were you feeling before the penalty? Oh, wow. I'm not sure if I can. My legs were like jelly and my heart was pounding. I just hit it as hard as I could. Rowan, you are the player of the match. Here's the trophy. Congratulations. In this roleplay, Rowan was happy, but used some phrases to describe how nervous she was before taking the penalty. We said she had nerves of steel, which is a phrase we use to say someone doesn't show any nerves at all. I described my legs being like jelly and my heart pounding. These are things that often happen when you're very nervous. Jelly is children's dessert made from gelatin that wobbles and is unstable. This is often what happens to legs if you're nervous in a sports match. And your heart pounds. You can hear it booming, boom, 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 getting louder and faster in your chest when you're nervous. Looking forward to starting your new school tomorrow? I'm a bundle of nerves, to be honest. What if, what if nobody talks to me? Why would nobody talk to you? Just be yourself. What, what if nobody likes me? What if the, the mean kids pick on me? You're a 43-year-old teacher. I'm sure you'll be all right. Just one phrase to look at here. And again, it is a phrase we use to describe someone who is very nervous. You can describe yourself or someone else as a bundle of nerves. This is a person who's very nervous. Doing something for the first time or standing up and speaking in front of lots of people are situations where this phrase might be used. And there's the final whistle. There are sad faces all around the stadium. No more Premier League football next season for the home fans. They are down. 
I can't believe it. I'm, I'm absolutely gutted. Hey, look on the bright side. <laughs> we might win some games next season. In this roleplay, both the fans were sad and disappointed. A common informal phrase that is used to express great disappointment is to be gutted. It's often used to talk about sports. I'm gutted we missed that penalty. Or things like missing events. Oh, I'm gutted that I'm going to miss your party. Yes, it's a bit too informal to use about more serious things. The other phrase is to look on the bright side. This phrase means to be more optimistic. Football fans often sing Always look on the bright side of life to opposition fans after they've lost. That's a bit mean, isn't it? (laughs) Ah, yes. Uh, A booking in the name of... Rich? Uh, This way, please. I'll show you to your table. Um, uh, thanks. Here you go, and here are some menus. I'll leave you for a few minutes to get settled. This place is nice. Mm, uh, Yes, um, I have to confess, I'm a a bit nervous. Uh, I've not done this for a while. Me too. I had butterflies in my stomach when I was waiting for you. I can't believe we waited so long for this. I thought you were never going to ask me out. Uh, um, so... so... Mm, uh, We're both a bit tongue-tied. Uh, so, so, uh, uh, do you like football? This roleplay was again connected to being nervous. This time, before a first date. We used a couple of interesting idioms in the dialogue. The first was to have butterflies in your stomach. This describes a physical feeling of nervousness. It literally feels like something is going on in your stomach. Probably not butterflies, though. The other phrase we used was to be tongue-tied. This phrase means to be unable to talk because you are really nervous. Hey, stop! Hey, hey! I can't believe it! Are you okay? That, 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 that person has just nicked my bike! I'm, I'm, I'm livid! In broad daylight, the cheek of it. I'm absolutely flabbergasted. In this roleplay, Rich was angry and Rowan was surprised. Rich said he was livid. To be livid means to be really angry. You can be livid or absolutely livid to make it even stronger. Rowan was more surprised than angry. She was surprised that someone could steal a bike in the daytime. She used the expression, the cheek of it. This expression, the cheek of it, is used to show shocked disapproval of something. It's connected to the adjective cheeky, which means to be rude in an annoying and disrespectful way. Rowan also said she was absolutely flabbergasted. This is a funny sounding phrase. It means to be extremely surprised or shocked. Pass it. Come on. Just pass it. What was that? Oops, it's gone over the fence. 
Well, well, I'm not getting it. You kicked it over. Nah, that place creeps me out. Just climb over the fence. I'll, I'll, I'll just uh, have a have a look. Yoo-hoo, do you want your ball back? Ah, cool. You scared the living daylights out of me. Yes, please. Rich? Rich? In this roleplay, the primary emotion was fear. Being scared or frightened. Rich said the house next door creeps me out. If something creeps you out, it gives you a feeling of fear or maybe worry. You're scared of something or even someone. We can also use the adjective creepy. A scary house might be creepy. Or someone you don't feel comfortable around could be described as creepy. The final phrase we're going to look at is to scare the living daylights out of someone. Another strange phrase. We use it as a response when someone frightens someone else. You scared the living daylights out of me. You made me jump. This week's task is to tell us something that makes you really happy, really angry or really nervous. Or maybe something which disappointed, flabbergasted or outraged you. This could be a thing that makes you generally feel this way or something that happened just once. First, think about a situation. Then, think about the emotion or emotions this situation makes you feel. Then use some of the expressions you've learned in this podcast connected to those emotions to tell us about it. Write all your answers in the comment section on the Premier Skills English website or on Apple Podcasts if that's where you listen to us. Rowan, as it's your first time doing the podcast, we thought we'd ask you to give our listeners this week's football phrase. Oh, that's a surprise. I wasn't expecting that. Can you give me a minute? Ten seconds. Uh, We'll give you ten seconds. Um, Three, two, one. I've got one. Okay. This week's football phrase is... It is an idiom that means to give up or to give in. To stop playing because you don't think you can win or you've had enough. It's more common to use it in the negative in football. Don't. Never give up. The phrase comes from boxing, I think. Good work, Rowan. Despite Rich only giving you a few seconds to think of a phrase. Let's see who can get it right. Before we leave you, we also need to tell you last week's football phrase. The answer was to pull something out of the bag. Right, that's all we have time for this week. Don't forget to write your answers to our questions and make a guess at our football phrase in the comments below. If you get it right, we'll announce your name on next week's show. If you have any questions or comments or suggestions for the podcast or anything football or English related, you can leave them on the website in the comments section, on social media, on Apple Podcasts, or you can email us at premierskills at britishcouncil.org. Bye for now and enjoy your football. (laughs) 